The island nation of Japan is located along an intersection of four tectonic plates. As a result of this, a tremor occurs in Japan with a frequency of at least every five minutes. That equates to a total of 2,000 quakes each year. You don't need me to tell you that this is a recipe for disaster. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. And this week is brought to us by Tourism Ireland, where 3,000 years of Halloween history awaits you. Be with us this Saturday, October the 31st, for a special Halloween episode to learn about the ancient origins of Halloween in Ireland, while looking at some standout weather events around the world that had either helped or hindered ghosts and goblins on this special spooky day. The 1707 Hoei earthquake struck south-central Japan on October the 28th, this day in weather history. For its time, it was the largest earthquake in Japanese history. That record actually stood for 304 years, but this very early 18th century quake caused moderate to severe damage throughout southwestern Honshu, Shikoku, and southeastern Kyushu. Some geography. The southern coast of Honshu runs parallel to the Nankai Trough, which marks the subduction of the Philippine Sea Plate beneath the Eurasian Plate. This is actually a very precarious plate balance as four of them come together. So, any movement on this convergence plate boundary normally results in many earthquakes, some of which are what are termed megathrust. Megathrust earthquakes on this boundary structure normally come in pairs, with a relatively short time gap in between them. This means two full-on quakes of equal or greater intensity. In the 1707 event, the earthquake pairing was either simultaneous or close enough in time to each other that they were very indistinguishable because of the primitive measuring or analysis technology at the time. It would therefore, for centuries, be remembered as just one massive shakeup. The earthquake was powerful enough to trigger an accompanying destructive tsunami, and it was the tsunami alone that caused more than 5,000 deaths. This, I don't know if you're hearing this, is sounding eerily similar to the Japan earthquake and tsunami of 2011, also called the Great Sendai Earthquake or Great Tohoku Earthquake in northeastern Japan on March 11th, causing the destruction of the Fukushima nuclear power plant. This 1707 event ruptured all of the segments of the Nankai megathrust simultaneously, the only earthquake known to have done this with an estimated magnitude of 8.6 or 8.7. It is also said to have triggered the last eruption of Mount Fuji 49 days later. The earthquake and tsunami, as well as causing the estimated more than 5,000 casualties, also destroyed 29,000 houses and was responsible for at least one major landslide. This landslide, one of the three largest in Japan's history, was felt far and wide, spanning an area of almost two square kilometers with an estimated volume of 120 million cubic meters. And the Nara Basin suffered crust liquefaction as a result of this event. So now let's look specifically at the earthquake itself. The magnitude of the 1707 event exceeded that of both the 1854 Tokai and Nankai earthquakes, both of which are historical in their own right. First, the uplift observed at Cape Moroto is estimated at 2.3 meters in 1707 compared to the 1.5 meters in 1854. That's almost double. 
There were initial estimates of 605 kilometers in length, but it was based on four segments rupturing and somehow failed to explain tsunami deposits discovered at the western end of the trough. But an additional area at the southwestern end, part of the so-called Hayuganada segment, gave better data and a closer to actual rupture length in the range of 675 to 700 kilometers. Now, let's talk about that tsunami. Water rising up around the southwestern coast of Kochi saw current heights average 7.7 meters with up to 10 meters in some places. Areas of greatest inundation included 25.7 meter high sea rise at Kure, Nakatosa, Kochi, and 23 meters at Tanizaki. There have been studies in monitoring whereby volcanic eruptions over time have proven to be a harbinger of a coming violent earthquake, and vice versa, where earthquakes in a volcanic region gets volcanologists standing at attention, monitoring seismic graphs and pressure monitors for the possibility of eruption. These are both necessary to take seriously for the purposes of evacuation of people ahead of disaster. These practices are also common in volcanically charged countries like Japan, Hawaii of the United States, Indonesia, and Chile. Mount Fuji erupted on December 16th of 1707, 49 days after this day in weather history. Tomorrow is October 29th, and we will feature the gripping conclusion to Hurricane Sandy the night the lights went out in New York City as Sandy hit shore. Tomorrow is where it all comes full circle on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.